So we're live. We're on. We are online. Okay. Be careful. Your mic is on the computer. So if you jostle it, it's going to be uh, very loud on the microphone. Oh, I'm just a loud person. It's okay. It's all right. You are. I like loud people. I'm a loud person, too. All right. Let's get to business. We only have really 30 minutes. <laughs> One shot wonder. 30 minutes to talk about a lot of stuff, really. Um, so this is our first podcast, um, and we've decided to go with the name Swim Out of the Box. Swim Out of the Box. Yes, that is our now, so that is the, the new first, podcast. First, first point of business done, Swim Out of the Box. Yes. That's the name of the podcast. We're going to be talking about swimming. We're going to try to talk about swimming in about 30 minutes. Try to keep it to about 30 minutes. Try to be thorough as possible so maybe we'll do like to be continued episodes if we have to <laughs> to be continued right. yeah um we'll try to make sure we do one once a week we'll upload it on tuesdays mm-hmm. we are going to also upload video of the podcast on youtube so you'll be able to search for swim out of the box yes <laughs> on youtube and then we'll also link it to our website uh at theswimbox.com because this podcast is brought to you by theswimbox.com. <laughs> um, so there you go. Uh, so the first topic we wanted to talk about, or really kind of reach, the idea came from you, Kevin, mm-hmm. was let's talk about the fundamentals that every swimmer needs to have. Beginner, right. intermediate, advanced, elite, right? But we can't talk about those in just 30 minutes. That would be like... PhD level conversation. So exactly, and what we're gonna—I do, don't have a PhD. I don't either. There we go. <laughs> Try to get one. Soon, but I don't want to. I don't want to put the time into that. Harvard, we're looking at you there. Yeah. So what I want to do is basically break down the five things I believe every beginner or swimmer needs to have. So you could, if you are a very good swimmer already, you can kind of consider these and go, oh, do I need to work on that? So I think the the most important is body posture and position, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Then kicking, uh, and we're really talking about freestyle right now, but Mm -hmm. in general, all all the strokes. Kicking, rotation for freestyle, Um, it would be for breaststroke and butterfly, what swimmers like to call undulation. Mm-hmm. Um, I always feel like we're a little bit too dramatic for what we're really looking for. We'll get there when we get there. And then breathing. Uh, everyone's always weakest point is breathing. Mm-hmm. And then the recovery of the stroke. And that also ties into what's happening under the water. So we're going to say, like, it hurts me to say the pull. Because I'm trying to get away from saying the pull. How about just the propulsion phase? The propulsion phase. You're brilliant. Thank you. I like it. I like it. So right. our five things, body posture, yep. breathing, not maybe not in that order. Not in that order. So right. body posture, breathing, kicking, kicking rotation, rotation, and recovery. recovery. Oh, so we have six. six. Okay, and the yes. propulsion phase. The propulsion so phase. the six things that all swimmers should be doing properly. Or they won't be swimming very well. Exactly. Six things all at once. Right. Good luck. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about body posture. Um, the simplest way to think about body posture 
is thinking of a straight line between the back of someone's head, through their hips, through their legs, down to their toes. So a spit roast. Yes. Got it. Right? So freestyle backstroke is coming on a long axis. Your spine essentially is that long axis, right? Mm-hmm. The problem with this, or the difficulty with this, is how, especially adults, are kind of already set in a posture that mm-hmm. they might not be able to manipulate very well. And so can you manipulate your posture to be as straight as possible, right? Um, so I know when I was an age group coach, I would always notice when a kid had a really straight spine, mm-hmm. I kind of always knew that kid's going to be a good swimmer. Because it's kind of like a built to swim. Okay. Obviously, you don't need a perfectly straight spine to swim, and nor should you have a perfectly straight spine for just general health purposes. Yeah. All right? Uh, But it's like, oh, that's easy entry level. That's kind of the ideal we're looking for. So if you need to work on your posture, dry land is probably the best way to do it. Um, I'm a big believer in breathing the correct posture. So how you breathe determines your posture. Your posture I would say I'm uh, more along the lines of the school of how you sit or how you carry yourself throughout the day and how that definitely works on posture throughout throughout the entire life. Right. I would say having, like, biased posture. Yes. I sit this way. I stand a different way. When I walk, I do something different. Mm -hmm. When I'm doing different things, I have different posture and you should have a variety of postures right i don't know how to define what good posture is i only know how to define what good posture is based on a situation so that's why i'm defining good posture swimming as a straight spine Mm -hmm. from the back of your head through your toes right so i don't think there's such thing as a good posture outside of that sorry mom (laughs) stand up straight stick your chest out is not necessarily good Right, because if you overdo posture in one thing, it could lead to complications in the future. Right. Don't look at the camera. I saw you look at the camera. I know. <laughs> I was for the YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, so, some common issues with posture in swimming, what I get to see on a day-to-day basis, and I get to slam my head against the wall on a mm-hmm. day-to-day basis, is droopy spines. Okay. Um, what constitutes a droopy spine? So, usually from the mid-back, the lower back, U shape. Um, yes. <laughs> There's a double of W. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> is that a mirror image? Um, so sometimes people have a lordosis that mm-hmm. you're not going to really do much correction for, at least in the water. Uh, so what you want to avoid doing is trying to tuck your pelvis too much mm-hmm. because then you. People with a lardosis, their legs will sink. So if you have that, if you don't know what lardosis is, it's a big curvature of your lower back. Yeah, so... We'll show an image. Yeah, there will be an image. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so beyond that, then, like, the, the mid-back part, a lot of people overextend through their spine. They mm-hmm. think that they're in a straight line, but they're really super erect, and they're sticking their chest out, and they're swimming what is described as swimming uphill, mm-hmm. um, which also just causes a lot of drag. It also prevents mobility through the shoulder blades as well. 
the posture isn't just about being streamlined when you're swimming. Mm-hmm. It's also about giving mobility to your shoulders and to your neck. Right? Um, so for me, posture is a really, really important piece that can become very nuanced um, at a beginner level. You know, we want people to have the easiest entry into swimming mm-hmm. possible. So it's not like you have to obsess about being in the straightest line possible. But you know, I I would try to equate it for beginners. Longer surfboards are easier to surf on for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. You just have better buoyancy that way. So make sure you're nice and long. If you try to go too long, you actually start curving your back in the wrong direction. You start lifting your chest up, up and you start uh, exposing it to sort of the oncoming water of the breath. Yeah. Like, because you're supposed to, like, the way I've heard it, is you're supposed to be swimming like you're envisioning yourself going through a very, very slim tube. Yes. So. Very common cue. Any kind of things that go beyond that, that's a lot of drag. Yes. I like to paint the image of George Jetson going to work. Okay. Have you seen the Jetsons? Like, maybe a couple episodes. So let's, uh. So he travels through a tube to get to work. Okay. All right. He, uh, there'll be an image. <laughs> so, what's the smallest amount of uh, resistance you can give the water to push back against you on? Incredibly important in swimming. Uh, drag is always sort of our biggest concern. But in addition to that, making sure we have good mobility so that mm-hmm. our limbs can function properly. So, trying to find that nice, happy medium of being long, but not too long. Perception, okay. It's, it's interesting to see. Like when we work with somebody, it's really interesting to see how you ask someone to go into a streamlined position with a stand on land, mm-hmm. typically will over-exaggerate the streamline and lean back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Hyper-extend that back. Yeah, exactly. So, so for listeners, if you want to make sure you're being long, have someone else look at you or take a picture of you while you're in a streamlined position in the pool so you can see how your body position looks. Right, Mm-hmm. Can you keep your spine flat against the wall with your heels against the wall? That's not easy. Yeah. Can you do it in a streamlined position? Right. That's even more difficult. Yeah. Um, so that's actually a really good way to start practicing that. If you want to go real crazy, you can do that with a, a wall sit. Mm. Right. So it's basically a squat position with your back flat against the wall in a streamlined position. That gives you good mobility. other things that we need to be aware of as far as what affects posture. As I had said before, your posture affects how you breathe, and breathing affects your posture. I'm just talking specifically on land, Mm -hmm. but it's also very true in the water. Um, So if you were sitting upright in a chair, and you took in a really big breath, and your chest expanded, so if you breathe in, you could already see I have bad posture now for swimming. Some people you have, consider this good posture nah, for something it's else. still bad posture for just landing because you're still hyperextending your back. Right, exactly, right? So when you take your breath in, right, you could be forcing yourself in the bottom half of posture. So breathing, yep. literally inhaling and exhaling affects your posture. So knowing not to inhale too much to overinflate is important, but also because you have to um, keep that straight spine as you rotate, 
the rotation can affect your posture. It doesn't mm -hmm. balance issues, but balance can affect your posture. Uh, turning your head to get the breath turned down. If you overturn your head, mm -hmm. you'll start to also twist your spine, and that's going to affect your posture. If you, what I also see very commonly, is if you lean your head back to breathe. So if you're taking a breath and you do this motion, look, I just hyperextended again, mm -hmm. right? So there's no one like easy way to say this is how you have to fix your posture because there's just so many different opportunities to mess it up. You have to be really uh, cognitive of are you doing some compensations for balance to help you rotate, to help you breathe, mm -hmm. right? If you can, can break those things down, don't think about all of them at once. <laughs> Otherwise, your mind will explode, and it's a mess. But if you can kind of break it down in, in, in one piece at a time, think about how you know your rotation might be affecting your posture, or your balance might be affecting your posture. Then you can make those corrections. Okay, so yes. for the listeners, let's make this a little bit more easy because we're we're speaking of it in a way that, as professionals, we oh yeah, that makes sense. Right. So for the average listener, can you break down a list? I know it's, I think, the most common mistakes. Like, work on this first, work on this. Just so a basic list. The easiest way to work on your posture, and this is how you teach people to swim as well, is can you push off of a wall at a pool, establish a streamline, and establish a float, and glide for three to five seconds until you need a breath okay. with no kick? have to kick a little bit so your legs don't sink, fine. Um, but if you'll, we'll show anybody what their posture is because you'll be able to feel sort of your hips are low. Um, you'll feel yourself kind of lean to one side or the other side. So you'll have like a balance component to it. Mm -hmm. and, and then you'll start to kind of very easily start to understand what good posture should be. Another good little trick is if you want to experiment a little bit, you can take a kickboard and put it underneath your torso and just a little bit of your hips, hands by your side, and let that kickboard float you a little bit. The kickboard is straight. Mm -hmm. So you should be trying to, to let that kickboard kind of lift you up. Can you keep your spine in that straight line? Okay. Um, so if we were to, I'm going to, I want to break this down even more. Okay. Like, okay, I'm swimming, uh -huh. going in the pool. You know, I'm doing... You know, a 300. I'm bored. And I realize, you know what I could do? I could think about these five things for body posture and in my head while I'm swimming, make sure I'm doing that. For example, one could be, oh, am I looking ahead? Am I seeing where I'm going? Or am I looking down at the pool and I can't see where I'm going? Right. What should it be? Well, I mean, you should be looking down. You shouldn't yes. be able to see where you're going. Right. Why there's a black line at the bottom of the pool. Right, exactly. This is why I have arguments with open water swimmers, because open water swimmers say, I look forward because I'm an open water swimmer. And I say, I don't care. <laughs> you're slowing yourself down, and you're making yourself work a lot harder. So, yeah, I think looking down is a great cue. Okay, so that's the first one. So if I was thinking going along, number one on this list, I'm looking forward, or I'm looking down, check, I've got number one down. Right. What would number two be? Oof. I think it's hard to know if you have a curvature. 
pressure in your mid-back. Okay. So what I try to cue people on is if they have some idea of how close their bottom rib is to the top of their pelvis. Okay. Right? So the, the bigger curvature, the further away your ribs move from the okay. pelvis. Right? That doesn't mean I want you to pike and, and put your, your pelvis close to your ribs. Mm-hmm. But is it sort of a, a, a natural position? Is it a comfortable position? Okay, so number two, do my abs feel really loose or really tight? Because they shouldn't be either. They should be right in the middle. Right. And that is, by the way, a good summary for all swimming. <laughs> it's, it's neither one nor the other. It's right. It's right in the middle. Exactly. Okay? You don't want too much tension. You don't want too much lax. You need something in between. I think of it as rigidity, right? Okay. So can you be rigid or firm but not tense? You don't want tension. Right. Okay. So the idea of squeezing your belly button into your spine is, in my opinion, passe and actually detrimental to people swimming um, and should not be followed. I think that was a Pilates cue at first, maybe a yoga cue at first. I it, heard it in yoga. I, From my background, it's used to trigger um, people to contract the transverse abdominus rather right. than the rectus abdominus. Right. And if you, if you contract your transverse abdominus, shutting off a lot of the rest of the core right. that's s- supposed to be stabilizing at that point. So it's, it is impossible to maintain for very long because you're asking one muscle to control a big space. Mm-hmm. So it's not very helpful in that way, but it's tension as well. Right. So now you're wasting energy trying to do this. So I, I try to use the breath. That, that's a little bit more complicated. Um, we have a course online foundational breathing method that helps to understand how you can use your breath to control your posture. That is geared towards more advanced swimmers and really geared towards people that have a lordosis or uh, some like back extensions that just won't come turn off. Yeah. All right. Uh, But majority of people. Okay. Okay. So number two, not too tight, not too loose. Right. Abs. All right, what's number three? Number three, where's your butt? Okay. Is it below the surface by a lot? Is it above the surface by a lot? Because it shouldn't be either, right? It should be kind of just... You want those cheeks just touching the surface of the water. Cresting the surface. Yes, cheeks cresting the surface of the water. Which actually goes back to point number one. If you're looking down, Mm -hmm. the water could be maybe a half an inch above the back of your head. Okay. Right? So it's the sensation of swimming downhill. Um, it's a very common cue that people use in swimming. Not That doesn't mean everyone knows what that means, mm-hmm. right? But it is a common cue. So once you kind of experience, you know, oh, this is what it feels like to swim downhill. So the, your head is about a half an inch below the surface. The back of your head is about half an inch below the surface. Your hips should be fairly close to that as well, right? Because we're trying to make sure that it's a straight line. Yep. Um, then, if we kind of travel down the chain of the body, okay, well, what's next? Where's your legs? That gets tricky, right? Because when you're swimming, you're kicking. Oh, right. And it's hard to know uh, if your kick is too deep, if your kick is not deep enough. I want to see, basically, hamstrings fairly close to the surface mm-hmm. and feet kind of uh, tap dancing on the surface. Okay, so number four, feet tap dancing on the surface. 
forest, the surface. <laughs> it's those telemarketers, man. They want me. I don't know why. I'm gonna put my phone on do not disturb. Yeah, that, that's gonna be that will be a new thing for the podcast. Yeah. Bonus points for anybody who knows what song that was. <laughs> I'm being the president. <laughs> All right. So, feet tap dancing on the surface. Feet tap tap and tap dancing on the surface. Number four. Right. So, last but not least, what's number five? I would say so. This is my personal preference. Fifth, I know it's going to tap into that breathing, but how are you turning your head? Are you turning it way up, or are you turning it, you know, inside and up, or with the rotation? Right. Like, right. what would be a good way to condense that into like five words? Keep one goggle below the surface. All right. <laughs> enough that it was short enough that was good. So, one. Head position. Head position. Look straight down. Yep, looking straight down. Half an inch to an inch below the surface. Thinner than you are. Right. Two. Oh, and I should also state, since we're talking about this, no turtlenecking. No turtlenecking. Don't stick your your chin down towards the surface of the floor, the bottom of the pool. And out. Out, Down and out. (laughs) Looking straight down. Neck is straight. I like Mm -hmm. to think about, uh, sometimes I'll use the cue, try to use the muscles in the back of your neck to... Okay. Right. So looking down. Looking down. Two, making sure your abs are not too tight or too loose. So keeping your pelvis and your ribs in a neutral, reasonable, reasonable um, a mediation. Yep. Three, cheeks should be just touching the surface. <laughs> That's butt cheeks. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Four, tap dancing on the surface yep. with your heels. Yeah. And five. Where are you looking to breathe? Where are you looking to breathe? You should only have one goggle above the waterline. Okay. So that's our five basic checklists for people to use while they're swimming to just kind of, oh, let me do a body posture check. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know why I'm in. Okay. So I think think it's smart while swimming to try one cue at a time, Mm -hmm. maybe per set. So, so don't do all five at once. Yeah. Address them in order. Yeah. One, two, three, four, and five. So play around with it. Um, experiment with it. What we'll do on our website is um, obviously we'll post some videos so we can show some of this stuff. Well, oh, absolutely. Um, try to think what would be helpful. I think just videos would be really helpful yeah, for Yeah, just videos of what we were specifically talking about to add like a visual... Cue. This is what we were talking right. and, about. And, and we'll cut in some some visual cues to the actual video on YouTube. Video on YouTube. What is our but YouTube I, I like uh, account? Supporting documentaries. Where we're going to support some different maybe concepts where we show people gliding a little bit and breath and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sound good? What's our YouTube account so people know where to look? <sighs> we haven't made one yet for this. Oh. But. You can just probably Google Swimbox YouTube, and we'll put it on there. Yeah. It will be there. Yeah. Um, you know, do some work. Google something yourself, and just Google Swimbox, you'll find us. We're online, guys. Yeah. It's, 
you don't need it to hand spoon to do everything. Like twenty first century. Do some work. It's not hard to do. All right. All right. So, so that's where we'll be leaving it off today. We will be making our second podcast on in a week from today, which is next Friday. Right. And it will, be it will about be about kicking. Kicking. All right. So this is out of the box swimming. And we'll see you next week.